0: Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. So shall ye be established, believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord. And that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and to say, praise the Lord for his mercies endure forever. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verses 20. Through 21 Many enemies were marching against Israel at this time, three different armies to be exact. Upon seeking the Lord for a battle plan, Israel received a strange response. They were told not to be afraid, but that God Himself would fight for them. They needed only to believe in God and His words being spoken. Through his prophets and to praise the beauty of his holiness. So, what does it mean to praise God in the beauty of his holiness? Holiness means to be set apart, it encompasses God's faithfulness, his uniqueness, his unmatchable power and strength, his unfailing wisdom and glory. His omnipotence, his impossible miracle working limitless ability, it is to vocally acknowledge that he is set apart from all other things and that nothing can compare, compass, confound, contend with, or conquer him. You see, sometimes we lump thanksgiving and praise together, and they should both be given. However, there is a difference between them, because that thanksgiving is vocally expressing appreciation and faith in the things that God has done, while praise is vocally expressing appreciation and faith in the things that he can do and will do and is doing, but has not yet fully done, even when you see no current physical evidence or showing of it yet. It is your faith in God vocalized, not to others as in witnessing, but to God himself that equates to praising. The most amazing thing about this story is that the praise turned the tide of the war. As they praised God in faith, God himself fought the battle for them and caused their enemies to destroy each other leaving them only to then turn their praise into thanksgiving. This happened at other times in scripture as well, and still happens to this day, for God is unchanging. As Deborah the prophetess and judge over Israel sang, the very angels of heaven came and fought alongside them, defeating their oppressors. Then, in the very next chapter, after their victory, their songs of praise change to a song of thanksgiving. We can read of it in Judges chapter 5, beginning in verse 12, where it says, Awake, awake, Deborah, awake, awake, utter a song. Arise, Barak, and lead thy captivity captive, thou son of Abinoam. Then he made him that remaineth, to have dominion over the nobles among the people. The Lord made me to have dominion over the mighty. The kings came and fought, then fought the kings of Canaan and Tanakh by the waters of Megiddo. They took no gain for money. They fought from heaven. The angels themselves in their course fought against Sesera. As if the story of Deborah isn't amazing enough. Again, this happens in the time of King Hezekiah. As well as many other biblical accounts, God truly does inhabit the praises of his people. Because while worship is love expressed, praise is faith expressed. It confesses and professes the beauty that is God's holiness and all that it entails. It draws him to take notice. It stirs him to take action. It pleases him beyond measure, and it turns the tide of the war. So praise him in the beauty of his holiness. Praise the impossible power, love, faithfulness, wisdom, and ability of our king, and he will come and inhabit those praises. And when he steps into the situation, everything changes. So praise him. Psalms chapter 100 verses 3 through 5 tells us this, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his holy name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth unto all generations. What faith is stirred up when we praise him. Psalms 96 verses 8 through 10 tells us this. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. Say among the heathen, the Lord reigneth. Lord, we praise you today that nothing is too hard for you, Lord. And when the enemy stirs up against us, then it just brings more opportunity for your greatness to be witnessed. Lord, we praise you that you are the God who brings victory, blessing the fulfillment of your promises in your great faithfulness unto a thousand generations for those who love and fear you for those who reverence and understand the beauty of your holiness. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 tells us that without faith it is impossible to please him, that those who come to God must believe that he truly is God, which means that he encompasses all the attributes thereof, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. This was the power of Hezekiah and Deborah and all of those who came in prayer and fasting and in praises. They got a word from heaven, they believed it, and they kept professing it in faith until they were able to see it. Again, going back to our opening passage, it says, He appointed singers unto the Lord, that they should praise the beauty of holiness, and as they went out before the army to say, Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Psalms 34 verses 1 through 3 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. The power of praise in a personal situation is unmatchable. But how much more compounded is the power of it when it comes in corporate prayer, proclamation, praise, and worship? We saw the tide of wars change throughout Israel's history. We see the power of God come down in defense of his sheep. When the congregation came together and expressed their faith in his faithfulness to him. Oh, my friend, let us worship and praise the Lord together, for he is worthy to be praised in every situation, in every tribe, tongue, and nation, and in every generation. He will make his glory known unto the faithful and God-fearing, the enduring and the endearing. He is a good father who honors his promises. He is a faithful friend who cares about your suffering. He is a just king who sees your needs. He is a true shepherd that leads you with wisdom. He is a righteous judge that corrects with fair sternness. He is a selfless savior that rescues the repented with love though they do not deserve it. Oh, he is worthy to be praised. He is all that we will ever need. He is more than enough. He is strength to our weakness, peace to the chaos, the voice to the troubled seas, the hand that carries me. He is hope, provision, compassion, correction, wisdom, direction, assurance, and my greatest promise. Oh, he is worthy to be praised. In times of joy, in times of persecution, in times of waiting, in times of moving, in the planting, and in the harvest, in the reaping, and in the sowing, in the coming, and in the going, in the seeking, and in the knowing. He is worthy to be praised in all things, in all situations, in all ways, a life of faith is a life of praise. Whether it be an effortless praise on the mountaintop or a sacrifice of praise in the valley, today and every day he is worthy to be praised. Psalms 145 verses 2 through 13 says this, Every day will I bless thee. And I will praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unmatchable. One generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. The men shall speak of the might of thy awesome acts. I will declare thy greatness. They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy great goodness and shall sing of thy righteousness. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all of his works. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and thy dominion endureth through all generations oh lord let us be reminded of your great and faithful promises oh lord let us stir up the gifts that are within us oh lord let us tell other men of your greatness of all that you have done or doing and is yet to come that there is nothing that can compare to the power of our risen god who is worthy in all of his ways with every breath that we have to give to be praised in the beauty of his holiness, that at the mention of your name, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess your greatness, even the enemy that rises up against me. Oh, I can be strong and courageous when my spirit is stirred in the presence of your praises. What few realize is this, that yes, praise blesses God, while stirring our faith in him. As our praises go up, not only does it bless his heart in abundance, but it also reminds us of his faithfulness and his unfailing promises. As we speak those things out, it casts out the doubt and stirs our faith because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, even if what we're hearing is what's coming out of our own mouth as we praise Him. Yet, both of these amazing aspects of praise, in my humble opinion, however powerful they may be, can sometimes seem to overshadow something that's a little harder to see but in reality is just as exciting and that's the fact that praise brings confusion to the enemy's camp and why is that because that satan himself used to be the worship leader in heaven it was his job to bring that adoration to the throne of grace but he got prideful he wanted to be praised And to this day, everything that he does is focused around stealing that praise away from God and putting it on himself. But when you lift up that shout in spite of your situation, when all of the limited resources that the enemy has is poured out on you and you show him that it has been wasted because you're still praising you see, what he's trying to do is stop you from praising the king. And if he can, he'll get you to bend the knee to him instead. But even if he can't, he's satisfied if you'll just stop giving praise to God because that he is so jealous. So that when we praise God, it jeers him. It causes him to be overwhelmed with his hatred and pride and rebellion. And he flees from it. He can't stand to be in the presence of the praises of the true king. The one who is above him, who has all power and authority, the one who has defeated him, who has judged him, and who is coming to cast him out of his creation into chains and everlasting darkness that have been reserved for him from the foundation of the world. Oh, the enemy of your soul has been defeated by our perfect, powerful, and victorious Jesus. And if that's not a reason to be praising, then I don't know what is. Oh God, we're going to praise you because it reminds us that you know the end from the beginning and that the war in actuality has already been won. And in these little battles that we are still fighting, we will be victorious because no matter what the enemy does, you already announced his judgment and he won't escape from it. You came merely to give us a way of escape from it, and you tarry still while you give us time to accept it. So we praise you, we thank you, we glorify you. Let us lift up our eyes to the heavens from whence our help comes from and lift up a shout of praise and thanks and adoration to the Ancient of Days who is unmatchable, unsearchable, glorious, and victorious in all of your ways. You created us, you chose us, and you told us that we were born for such a time as this to show forth your marvelous works and your praises in the earth. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.